Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Department of Defense's HIV and so-called transgender policies underscore religious discrimination that's taking place in the military. This is Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom is Holly Mead to discuss this important topic. You know, despite the fact that the Department of Defense now is unlawfully denying religious exemptions for service members, the Secretary of Defense has now updated its policies regarding service members who test positive for HIV. The policies now say that HIV-positive service members may continue to serve on active duty. In other words, an HIV-positive service member remains deployable, while an otherwise healthy service member who submits a religious accommodation request from the COVID shots are non-deployable and subject to dismissal. That's blatant discrimination. It's blatant discrimination. Blatant. And then in April of 2021, and also now just in 2022, the DOD has recirculated these transgender policies. They reversed Trump's policy that you could not serve in the military if you were transgender. That was reversed by Joe Biden. Then in April of 2021, the DOD revised its policies on so-called transgender service members. Despite the fact that such service members may undergo opposite-sex hormones and life-altering surgery, under the Biden administration, transgenders may serve openly and will not be discharged from the service. In fact, when they're undergoing these kinds of surgeries, they are, quote, non-deployable for up to three years. And I wonder who's but paying for those surgeries. But they're not subject to dismissal. Yeah. So... <laughs> Whether they're considered deployable or non-deployable, they're not subject to dismissal. But even when they're considered non-deployable, undergoing these surgeries, obviously when you're going through these incredibly invasive, life-altering services, you wouldn't be able to be deployed. But they don't kick them out of the military. If you're HIV positive, you are considered deployable, and you're not going to be able to be booted out of the military. You're going to be able to remain on active duty. So if you're HIV positive, you can stay on active duty. If you're going through the surgical procedures, you can continue to stay in the military. But if you're healthy and all you do is you submit a religious accommodation request from the COVID shots, then you are deemed non-deployable and subject to dismissal and punishment. You know, this just emphasizes, Matt, their agenda to purge our military of those who love God and love America. That's what makes up our military. But yet they're encouraging people who are confused and dealing with sexual confusion. They're encouraging them to get in the military, stay in the military, that this is just really showing what their agenda is. Yeah. I mean, and this is exactly, here's the policy, here's the actual words of the HIV policy that was just released um, in 2022. It says, quote, under the department's updated policies, individuals who have been identified as HIV positive are asymptomatic 
and who have a clinically confirmed undetectable viral load with no restrictions applied to their deployability or to their ability to commission while a service member, solely on the basis of their HIV-positive status, will be able to remain. Nor will such individuals be discharged or separated solely on the basis of their HIV-positive status. So you can be HIV-positive, and you can be on active duty. You can be transgender, taking opposite-sex hormones and going through invasive surgery, and stay in the military. Assume most of those would be homosexual, so they participate in that kind of behavior within the military, which is again going to weaken your military, versus those who are strong and healthy and love God and love America that are serving in their positions. I mean, there may be some, obviously, that are not um, engaged in same-sex activity, however they caught um, HIV. Right. But obviously we know that that's going to be the predominant number of those or individuals who are engaging in or have engaged in same-sex activities or still are engaging in same-sex activities within the military. So you've got all these confused people when we need a military that's strong and ready to defend against any, you know, uh, international or foreign entity, and we're just causing all this confusion within our own military. Yeah, it's... Um, it's unbelievable what is happening within the military. It's really, when you start to look at this and peel back the layers of the onion, if you will, you can see the agenda. And it's a pro-LGBTQ agenda, thus the reason for the HIV policy, and also the reason for the transgender policy as well. The transgender policy makes zero sense. Zero sense. I mean, you really want somebody in the military who is taking opposite sex hormones that is and can be very harmful to your body or undergoing life-altering surgical procedures by removing healthy body parts, whether it's breast or uh, genitalia or uterus or whatever it may be, the whole gamut, or even going through vocal cord shavings to change the a pitch of your voice. Or the opposite biological sex sleeping in the, the barracks of the opposite biological sex. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it makes no sense because then you have, you know, a, a man who then wants to exteriorly identify as a female gets to then bunk with the females or vice, vice versa. versa. Yeah. Um, and it makes no sense. This is not the military is a place to train warriors. They need to be focused on defending our country. It, it, it is not an ideological uh, training ground for different purposes. The sole purpose is to train warriors. It's not a social Those experiment. Those are individuals yeah. who should be able to deploy and ready to serve and lay down their lives to defend our country, to defend our freedom. Problem is, is that Obama and Biden are using it as an ideological mind-bending institution so that once these men and women get in the military, then they're forcing them under command to adopt these ideological LGBTQ policies. And at the same time, you have the First Amendment to the United States Constitution Religious Free Exercise Clause, and you have the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act, two specific laws, constitutional and federal, very powerful laws, in addition to other laws that protect religious freedom that apply to these men and women in the military, and yet they're not honoring those laws, and indeed what they're doing to those people that are healthy. Like, for example, in our case involving the Navy commander of the surface warfare ship or the lieutenant colonel 
of the United States Marines, highly trained individuals. In, in the Navy commander's case, he's now 17, 18 years of experience. He's one of a handful of individuals in the entire Navy very that is nuclear trained yeah. as well. Very highly specialized. Mm-hmm. He's the one who commands a ship of about 300 people, and he takes that ship out with Patriot missiles and other uh, missiles, um, submarine missiles and other kinds of guided missiles to protect our freedom right. in foreign places. You have the lieutenant colonel yeah. who's graduated top of her class in the military three different occasions, three different courses. She's got 25 years experience. These are highly, highly skilled individuals. They don't want the COVID shot for various religious reasons. Both of them have natural immunity. They've had mild uh, COVID symptoms. The commander had mild COVID symptoms, uh, and the lieutenant colonel had mild COVID symptoms. Those are just two of many examples of our plaintiffs and other people that have submitted these religious uh, accommodation requests. But they're highly capable. They're highly skilled. Uh, They are dedicated. They love God. They love the country. But because they have a religious exemption and they don't want to get the COVID shot, Mm -hmm. which is neither safe nor effective, they're being punished and they want to discharge them from the military. They say that they're non-deployable, that we can't send you out because you're non-deployable. You are a risk to the rest of the military. And I, and I don't want to, but I wouldn't want these people in these positions that are running around going, I'm confused about what gender I am. When you've got a Navy warship, you know, to command. <laughs> well, when you have somebody, for example, um, that is taking high levels of testosterone as a female or high levels of estrogen as a male, uh, those have significant complications right. to take these kinds of hormones, especially when they're opposite of your natural body's production. Not to say the least of, I mean, even beyond that, the confusion that somebody has uh, that they want to change to either male or female or both or neither. I mean, it can be anything that you can imagine. And yet those are deployable. They're fine. But people that have religious convictions are being kicked out. This is a purge of the military, and it must end. Pray for our case, Navy SEAL 1 versus Austin, and go to Liberty Council's website to learn more about this case, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. Call us at 407-875-1776, lc.org.